This episode brought to you by Good Flicks, the Christian family-based movie studio that brings positive entertainment that changes lives, inspires hearts, and lifts the spirit. This holiday, see Normal Activity, a found footage story of a God-fearing married couple named Christian and Chastity that are protected by God. Nothing bad happens, and everyone's just nice. That's Normal Activity, coming soon to a theater near you. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. releases always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good chastity i'm so happy you like that one What's up? it's horror movie talk i'm one of your hosts my name is bryce hansen I hold a PhD. Just to be clear, it's Bryce. Bryce? Bryce. Yeah, a lot of people... A lot of people get that wrong. Um, and I am an expert. I have hold a PhD in spookology. Right. And sits across from me is... I'm David Day. I'm the foremost expert in... Feeling at the end of the weekend where you've got the work week coming up and you just wish you could just enjoy that Saturday night excitement for the rest of time and then uh, oh sunday night comes we got a big work week i'm not getting any sleep i have anxiety i have parent i have paranoia because i got the sunday scare no-nos right um okay so we are a horror movie review podcast we review new theatrical releases as a priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible uh we got a great show today we're gonna uh be reviewing paranormal activity yes the first one, finally. finally. We, this was a, a oft-requested episode. Oh, we've, yeah. We've covered, like, what, three we've or four covered, other... We've covered two. We've covered three. The Ghost Dimension. Mm-hmm. And Next of Kin. Four. Right. And this will be the fifth. We just need to hit number... We just need to hit Paranormal Activity 4 and the Marked one. Okay. So, uh, a cool thing about Horror Movie Talk that you might not know is we have the absolute best community horror community on the internet check that out at facebook our facebook group is fantastic lots of conversations going about horror and everyone's just nice (laughs) um (laughs) our website is horrormovietalk.com go there and uh, especially right now we're asking you to take our listener survey there's a button um right below the player on the homepage, as well as uh, a button on the sidebar of any of the episodes. Uh, We just want to hear from you what you like and dislike and see how we're doing so we can make the show better. A couple other things that uh, we do throughout the month. Uh, We have a second Saturday watch party. We just had one last night. We watched Tremors something. With Napoleon Dynamite. Shrieker Island. Yeah, John, um, John that's, that's on streamlounge.io. Uh, you just sign up for a free account and follow us. And uh, it's kind of like a Twitch stream yeah. follow-along movie watch party. Yep. 
Um, speaking of Twitch, we also have Twitch, twitch.tv slash horror movie talk. Uh, we're on all the social medias. Uh, we post new episodes of the podcast every Wednesday, so please subscribe. And if you like us, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to get in touch us with us directly or ask us a question and possibly be played on the show, call 682-253-4468 for our voicemail. Uh, we score on a scale of 1 to 10 uh, after giving a brief review of the movie. Um, we'll get into spoilers. Um, the scoring system is very complicated. One is bad. Mm-hmm. Ten is good. Whoa, you lost me. And five, oh, this no. is where the real confusion takes takes place, is average. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later on, we'll be playing taglines. Hooray. Hooray. Okay, so we watched Paranormal Activity on accident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think if you've listened to our Paranormal Activity Next of Kin review, you'll have learned that uh, David told me the movie we were reviewing was Paranormal Activity. and uh, Funnier to us than it is to you, really. <laughs> right. And uh, he, what he meant was Next of Kin, and I watched this one so now we're doing an episode on paranormal okay here's the sky here's the trailer high def camera on my girlfriend katie she thinks there's something in the house i don't know you believe me right I think we're going to have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Windows are locked. Doors are locked. The alarm is on. hearing a weird sound. Something's here. I feel it breathing on me. There's footsteps in, but there's no footsteps out. Oh, God. Oh, my God. If you do try to play games with it, that's inviting it in. Jeez, it looks like something bit you. It's not the house, it's me. You cannot run from this, it will follow you. You're in control. You're not in control. What's happening to me? Thing left the message. If it's not a ghost, what is it? Okay, so Paranormal Activity is available for rent. I don't think it's on any of the streaming sites right now. It's on like stars. Oh, yeah. The one that no one has. Yeah. Uh, Paranormal activity follows Katie and Micah, a young 20-something couple that are steady dating and living with each other. In sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, told Hence through the- opening them up to the terrifying potential for demon activity. Let that be a lesson to all of you. Mm-hmm. Don't live in sin. Uh, it's told through the lens of Micah's new camera equipment. We learn that he is attempting to document paranormal activity that Katie purports to be happening in their suburban house. 
We learn that this is not the first time Katie has been haunted, and we watch as Micah attempts to use his powers of toxic masculinity to solve the problem. <laughs> Paranormal activity. Is that not, like, the most correct way to say what this movie is about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> toxic masculinity. Like, just basically another way of saying doing what a guy does when he thinks he's trying to help. Right. Or like just he, being an asshole. You know? I mean, a lot of it is to him genuinely doing the best that he can with his feeble mind. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not... It's not to, to be to be toxically ma- masculine, you have to kind of, like, have intent. And Mike is just a dumb-dumb, you know? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. We can, we can talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. in depth in the spoiler section. Uh, Paranormal Activity was not the first found footage movie, but it was the first one to really crack the code for what makes that gimmick work. It remains the most profitable horror movie based on return on investment. That's... Uh, super impressive. And I think the, not the previous just by a little bit either. <laughs> right. The previous one was uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And uh but this one with a budget of $450,000, which is probably mostly marketing. Oh yeah. It raked in nearly 90 million dollars. <laughs> that's that's huge right uh i mean that's that's more than a 900 percent return on investment that's fucking bonkers bonkers it's more like 1800 percent return right on investment uh yeah yeah my math isn't correct on that so not that that speaks to the film itself but it definitely speaks to the popularity and marketability um, it's interesting to come back to the original since the series has expanded in scope and lore. This is a simple movie that mostly documents the happenings in a single bedroom. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I, I forgot how simple the first one was. Yeah, I think a, a lot of what I associate with Paranormal Activity is actually Paranormal Activity 2. Uh, yeah, two and yeah, for me, three. Uh, this is a four bedroom house. We get to see about three rooms. Right. Yeah. Uh. It strikes a chord because Katie and Micah's relationship feels real enough to engage with the story, and the viewer is drawn in to try to catch signs of paranormal activity through the nightly static camera shots of a doorway. Sound boring? Well, I... uh, Well, I did... (laughs) Shit. Sound boring? Well, did I tell you that it had... No. <laughs> For what it is, um, and me growing up with sightings, the, the TV show sightings, and before every douchebag had a haunting, a ghost hunting TV show, this tapped into the suspension of disbelief around quote-unquote real hauntings. There aren't really ghosts. I mean, even if you believe in ghosts, you're not like, well, there's not really ghosts reaching out of TVs and stealing children. You, do you know what there is? What? Ghost knocking things off shelves like house cats. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh, ev- okay. Ev- the most evil intended supernatural beings are just there these, to move books. These movies are so effective on me <laughs> right. and my wife. Like, we are hook, line, and sinker. We are there for it. Uh-huh. Every time. We're like, it's time to watch Paranormal Activity. And we're like, shit. And every time. Shit happens every time. So this morning I woke up to 
something falling downstairs. <laughs> and the cat had literally pushed uh-huh. a thing off of the landing on the stairs. Right. It was literally the cat. Right. Paranormal cat. Are you sure it's not? No, it was demon? paranormal cat. Okay. I walked there and I saw the cat doing this with her hand. Oh, I see. She was like, uh. I was like, you fucking cat. <laughs> Um, I love this film and several of its sequels before it totally got fucked out. Um, I think it still works, although it's not one you can revisit often or watch in a marathon. Disagree. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine like watching this more than once every couple of years or any, like a single film in the series. Like I could see you like watching one and then a month later two and then a month later three or something like that but like sitting down and watching all seven paranormal activities just does not eventually it wears off oh well seven yeah all seven no i one two and three though i yeah um so anyways i mean i think this is like a classic and it's like a super important one for horror because i don't think i mean again i think it cracked the code for uh, found footage and I think after this series perfected it like it's not there's no point in trying to do it in any other form at this point it's like this is the best way to do it you know in my opinion so I I give it a score 10 out of 10 this is such a tentpole per- perfect Perfect in so many ways, for so many reasons. Um, And not only that, it's just, it's close to my heart um, because of personal circumstances at the time that I watched it. I had just started dating my wife. She was haunted with a demon. She looked very similar to Katie, the -hmm. star of this movie, Katie Featherton. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had went and watched this movie, like... It's set in the suburbs, so you think you're safe, but you're not even safe in the sub. You're not even safe, you know, with a neighbor 10 feet away from you. Um, The marketing for this movie, I still remember it. I still remember it, and it was perfect. Yeah, it's really effective. So many parts of this movie just, and and then the basic core premise of the whole thing, this inescapable, unknown, always there, always listening, watching. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. This yeah. is perfect for me. Perfect. Uh, it can't get any better than than Paranormal Activity. Uh, and there's there's people that just don't like this movie at all. They're sure. just like, this is boring. It's dumb. They just set up a camera. Who cares? Like... Uh, and again, I think that missing piece is like, if you've ever watched like, and again, this is before like ghost adventures and all that shit. Like if you ever watched like, um, shows like unsolved mysteries where it shows the, uh, the paranormal investigators and they're like, look, I found a slightly different heat signature. Like, Oh, Oh, ghosts do exist. Like that's all you have to go off of. If that's what you like really have attached your like conception of ghost to like this is this takes in- the most real version of yes. a, of a haunting you know yeah it it it, it takes it and spins a new a new spin on an old classic and um which is ghosts and demons instead of ghosts 
And you know, I mean, not everything's for everyone, you know, but right. this is definitely for me. Yeah. This is a hundred. And if it's not for you, Listen, I cannot understand you. <laughs> I just can't understand you. Um, but, but I, I, you know, I monster movies, slashers, not for me. Yeah. So, but this is, this is perfect. Yeah. This is a, for this is a movie made for David Day. You know it's also made for David Day and perfect? What? Nightchannels.com. <gasps> they have some of the best obscure and niche horror, occult, metal, alternative music, literature, apparel. Is that a raincoat? No, they it don't is. have raincoats, but they have t-shirts and hoodies. Hoodies is good as a raincoat to me. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Well, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, nobody fucks with a raincoat. Yeah. Put a hoodie on. Um, yeah. If you own a, an umbrella in Oregon and Washington, you're just looked down upon. Yeah. You'll get shot in the street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even when it's not raining. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Go to nightchannels.com and uh, just browse. Take we, the we, Night Channels Challenge. Yeah. Man. We call it the Night Channels Challenge. If you're into horror. Um, and especially as the holidays are coming up, if you have loved ones that are into horror movies or metal or all the things that I mentioned before, just browse and you'll find a kick-ass design that you're not going to find anywhere else. And when you inevitably fill up your shopping cart and start checking out, use code HMT at checkout to get 13% off. Um, if you're listening to these mid-roll commercials, you should know that you don't have to if you go to patreon.com and support us directly, and we'll give you advanced access to episodes without commercials. That's patreon.com slash horrormovietalk. Um, also, speaking of the holidays, you can go to our shop on horrormovietalk.com slash shop and buy a logo tee or some of our stickers. We got um, we got some, you know that movie Trick or Treat? Uh-huh. Yeah, we got some badass trick or treat coasters over there. Mm -hmm. Sets of five. And buy those for like nine bucks. Yep. Check out our resident artist who makes all the artwork for those coasters and stickers and our logo. Uh, his name is Dustin Goble. He's a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions, even though he told us like to slow roll that a little bit because he's too busy. Because you guys are all supporting him so well. If Dustin can't say no, that's his own business. Right. You know, go bother Dustin. Ask him to produce some some stuff for you, and uh, you know, yeah. prepare for the the hardest fucking most awesome artwork. Ask him to do something real, like like sh sh show some insertion. You know, I want to I want to see some stuff that's just really really depraved. So go to. Instagram and find him at dgobel00, that's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram, and make your artistic dreams come true. Again, if you want to leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. Thanks again for listening. Let's talk about the movie. Spoilers. Okay, so this starts out with the standard found footage text of this is found footage. Yeah. We don't know we don't know what happened. Just, we yeah. found this footage. Well I you look know, I, at it. I'd like to start a little bit earlier than that, which is with the marketing campaign for this. Let's just briefly go over the marketing campaign for right. this. Right. The the genius is that the marketing or the trailers was mostly or at least half of it was Shots of the audience, 
and their reaction to it. Shock and awe. Night vision shots. It primed you in a couple of different ways because it was kind of found footage Uh of people in a theater watching a found footage movie. It was paranormal activity-ception kind of thing. And they looked horrified. And then there was... There were, you know, text on screen that said, this is the scariest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Like, big, bold statements that were just unbelievable. But and then when, you saw the, sh- the audience react and, like, be really scared, like a whole auditorium. So it's like, okay. It, it took tons of cues from the Blair Witch mm-hmm. marketing effort, which was super effective. Super effective. And was like, this is real shit. Mm-hmm. This is scarier than anything you've ever... We shouldn't be showing this in theaters, but uh-huh. here you go. Right. Like... I Yeah, the... It's super effective and, and kind of genius because the alternative would be... Like, what you could... What could you actually show that's scary in the trailer that they didn't show in the trailer? Which is like... Okay, they showed a bedsheet kind of wafting up. It hints at a lot of stuff. Yeah, it hints at it, but like... If you showed the stuff that would entice people to say, like, oh, this is scary by showing some scary parts, that would be the climax of the movie. All the parts in the climax of the movie would be what they would have to show. Because otherwise, you'd be like, here's a static shot. The biggest, yes, the biggest the biggest thing about these movies, the shtick of these movies is the tension that it builds by just stringing you along mm-hmm. to the next night, making you... Giving you a little bit more each night. It's, oh, it's dark out. That means stuff is about to happen. And what's it going to be this time? Is it, is it going to be a noise? Is it going to, mm-hmm. is it going to get real right now? Like what? Like, and that tension is, that's the focal point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it sets it up and, um, we're shown like these shots with, with Micah t- taking, you know, footage of, with his new camera. Mostly hanky-panky shots with him and Kate. Yeah, and it's mostly like him like begging for a sex tape uh, for the <laughs> majority of the not-paranormal parts of it. What I wouldn't give for that paranormal activity. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they're living in sin. They're boyfriend and girlfriend living with each other. And so, I mean, they deserve everything that comes to them, really. Uh, they explained that like uh mike is a stock bro and <laughs> yeah way before stock bro was a thing 2006 yeah. and katie is a student um and as we're like seeing these shots of of like uh micah kind of intruding on <laughs> katie's personal space it's we get the story in bits and pieces mostly that Something is happening that Micah wants to document, and it's like strange happenings. Mostly, Katie is talking about hearing things, um, and Micah doesn't probably really believe her. Mika. Mika. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mika. Uh, and so he's going to set up these cameras to try to capture some of the stuff. Yeah. And we also learned that Katie has a history. Like when she was younger, she was. Haunted, yeah, yeah, kind of throughout her life. Yeah, um, this this thing has been bothering her, just kind of like, just, just kind of like poking her. 
And Mika is like super interested. As as you would, wouldn't you be? Yeah. Wouldn't you be like, holy shit? Yeah. This is a spooky bitch here. Exactly. <laughs> I would too. And Katie's like super nonchalant. She's like, yeah, whatever. She's like, you got like, well, really? Katie has it down pat. Like she's got the formula for dealing with this thing down pat, which is just don't look. Just don't look. <laughs> you know, like yeah. don't. Pay any attention to this right. thing because if you give it attention, it's gonna grow, and right. you're gonna have your house is gonna burn down. <laughs> like, and that's that's a that, that's an important point in this movie. She's like, you know, when I was a kid, our house burnt down. Thankfully, everybody got out, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it it we don't know if it was related to the haunting. We but. don't know, but uh, <laughs> there's uh, you know, there's evidence in this movie that oh wow okay yeah I know who did it yeah. <laughs> I know. And there's a little, uh, I don't know, it's it's also the setup is like, this feels like a really believable relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's uh, loosely scripted, very loosely scripted. It's yes. kind of like a Curb Your Enthusiasm deal where they're like, here's like the beats that you have to hit, but I'll leave it up to you to sound natural. Kind yes, of thing. that's exactly what this is. Um, and so we're told about the relationship with, with Mika and, and Katie and... And we kind of learned that, uh, Mika, I don't know, how would you describe their relationship? Um, I, I'm not sure what you're getting at here. I guess I would describe their relationship as, um, you know, a, a normal, uh, a normal early relationship, you know, kind of in the, um, not necessarily the honeymoon stage really, right. but, but definitely a young relationship you know yeah not like i don't know it's kind of weird it felt weird to me that they lived with each other and they're not doesn't seem like they're quite uh i don't know it almost it's more like they're roommates that sleep with each other in that um not mika is not really super supportive (laughs) or like uh concerned with uh his girlfriend's opinions or that that should really affect his life that much i think he's and this is where what i what i mean when i say he's just kind of a dum-dum i think he's doing the best he can with what he's got you know he 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 does this thing that guys tend to do very frequently i mean i'm only just now realizing these things about myself Uh you know in the last couple years where i'm like Oh, you, your attempt to try and fix everything, just op, like your knee-jerk reaction to everything is, well, you fix it. You fix this. You fix that. Right. Um, that's so many guys. And that's 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 so many young guys. And right. I mean, so many guys never grow out of that. They just yeah. think, they just think, oh, the knee-jerk reaction to any problem is to fix the problem. Right. And if it's with people, then you tell them what to do to fix it. And then they do the thing. They do that. that you They take your advice. But that's not... It's not how it works. Well, yeah, I mean, there's... So here's where, like, the toxic masculinity comes in for me. Because where it's, like, uh, the intention to fix things, like, that, sure, that's that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Um, the, the, the toxicity comes in when you realize, like, oh, he has, like, a double standard for what uh, the rules for him are compared to the rules for what he expects of Katie. Everybody has that. That's called being a person. Uh, well, I mean, so like, for example, um, when 
it's very apparent that they need to call that demonologist. It's like, mm. no, don't promise me you won't call that guy. Like, if uh, one guy is okay, but I don't want to like, I don't want another person. Like, we'll figure it out. Mm. It's like, um, it sounds like she really wants to, and you make her promise because you got this. And uh, he doesn't have any idea of what he's trying to do or what or how to solve the problem. And uh, he's I mean, like, you're right. I guess I just I've, don't I, know what toxic masculinity is. And is there toxic femininity? Like, uh, sure. But I mean, the 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 toxic masculinity is like the double standard, the entitlement of like, uh, I know best. And also like, why would I? believe you like you're a woman kind of thing like that i didn't get that vibe that it was because she was a woman i just got it but it's just feels much more earnest as as like dumb dude thinks he's right because he can't you know just like every young person thinks they're right because they're them you know you just don't have perspective outside yourself you just it's they don't have an empathetic bone in their body. But. Uh, I mean, it's pretty apparent to me that, like, he doesn't respect, like, Katie's knowledge or experience in the situation, like, at all. Um, I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with... I mean, he definitely uh, is, is doing the things that she's asking him not to do, but it seems to be do, done out of, like, incredible inquisitiveness and curiosity and, like... It's it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel malicious, and it and a lot of times when things start getting out of control, he feels like well this is my house I'm gonna get it I'm gonna fix this problem, Mika style because you know I mean well, in any yeah, event well yeah I mean that's that's the thing where I frame it within the terms of the relationship because it's like sure like you can you can be super curious but you also have to factor in like your relationship and what you promise to do and the feelings of the person that you've committed to mm-hmm. towards like, yeah, if I promise to not buy a Ouija board, I'm not going to bring a Ouija board in anyways, because like, uh, uh I want to though. Okay. But you don't understand. How many, I want times, to, how many times has Aaron told you she's going to do something and then she doesn't do it. She promised to do it and then she doesn't do it. You know, this is just a normal thing that happens in relationships. Well, there's a difference between promising to do something versus promising to not do something. It's a lot easier to... It takes effort oh, to sure, then, do something yes, that you sure, promise not to do. So sure, that's like then, an intentional then thing. Then that way. Then that then, then say it that way. I mean, uh, I... I, oh, I, can't think, I can't think of a single instance where I promise not to do something that I did and that... Aaron promised not to do something that she did. This is super normal relationship stuff. Like, I mean, this, th- th- what you see in paranormal activity is a lot of relationships. Sure. I mean, I, I believe it's realistic, but I'm, I'm saying like the <laughs> Mika's entitlement. This is normal activity. <laughs> yeah. His, his entitlement and his like egotism around like, he knows best. Yeah, he's he's, a dick. he's he's got the yeah. He's a dick. He right, ass- and that's always like okay. So here's the thing. Um, I remember in my MBA program, um, there's a lot of like diversity training, a lot of like classes around 
um, diversity and inter- understanding international students and international cultures and stuff like that. And there's this thing where there's a lot of international students in the in the program, mm. and uh, a couple of them were just absolute assholes. Yeah. Just like, oh, this guy's an asshole. But like, you take these uh, diversity trains. They're like, well, different cultures have different place value on different things. levels, and they have more like machismo on certain things. And like, you have to understand. And there's a certain effect of like, okay, yeah, okay, so. I understand that I can frame it and like make some leeway. And then you realize like, even after making that leeway and understanding another culture, it's like, Oh, within this culture, that guy can still be an asshole. Yeah. Like, so there's when it comes to like toxic masculinity or any of these like political statements, like, yes, there is truth to that. Like on the, like there's, there's a reason why that's a topic and a reason why that's a thing. Um, and there's like uh, things that you can point at that are like general cultural things that you you can say are like, well, that's not productive to society or that should probably be changed. Uh, and then there's also like just assholes, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So you could either look at uh, Mika as like, oh, well, he's a. Pro- I think that's he, how I feel about Mika. Is he's, he's a, a product. Dumb, dumb. He's a product of, you know, uh, culture that's, um, you know, giving a lot of leeway and a lot of privilege to uh straight white males it's mm-hmm. like um or you can just say like well that guy's just an asshole yeah and and honestly both can be true i think and he's I a think, well-meaning dumb dumb yeah i, I don't I, I don't i think i think I he lets his i think he lets his um his curiosity and his excitement get the better of him a lot see i, I think don't he's pretty I don't, see i just impulsive i just look at the disrespect that he has towards his girlfriend mm. for most most like most importantly the disrespect he has for Katie and her desires and her like what she's telling him yeah. that she knows and what she needs and him just being like yeah but I want to do this so like why are you overreacting why are you overreacting to this thing that I said I wasn't going to do that was really important to you so there's that aspect and then like pretty much every interaction that he has with anyone in the movie, there's a point at which he's like, well, I know better than them. Yeah. It's like, okay. You know, he's, so there's the point when the, the well, and his character is set up really well, right. To, to be this kind of person. Right? Sure. He's a stock bro. So right. we're talking about a guy who had afforded a four bedroom house somewhere in Southern California in 2006. Right. Uh, and, uh, all based on his knowledge of trade day trading. That's, that's impressive. This is a guy who was able to do an impressive thing and, you know, was, it has a lot of confirmation bias, right. you know, like I'm good at things like I'll, I'll be making the decisions here. Like, because based on my previous success, I'm the guy I trust, you know? And yeah. And I guess the other thing that you can point to is like, um, you know, there's a certain, I think we all would like, we all like having sex with our wives, oh girlfriends, like. That's a good thing. Yeah, and especially probably, our girlfriends. There's probably a subset that would, you know, want to videotape that and have that as a thing. Personally, not me. I just, That'd be horrifying. Uh, but, like, there's a point at which, like, hmm, she's 
she just keeps saying no so stop asking and then also like when he's like uh yeah i turned it off she's like but you kept it on like there's so many moments in here where it's like well that's specifically like a bad thing well do you like your life katie (laughs) do you like your life (laughs) you like this four bedroom mansion for two people in suburbia in Mm -hmm. la yeah i mean there's trade-offs for sure with mike with mika like he's not a He's not a super cool dude. I wouldn't say he's he's terrible. He's I mean, I've witnessed terrible. I lived through terrible. Sure, I mean there's like actually super abusive and overt or cruel, you yeah. know, like he's not cruel or or necessarily mean. He's and he's generally quite protective of her and and I think he he does love her. Uh but he's got a lot of growing up to do, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so um it starts out really slow did so not we, see us having a 15 minute long conversation on mika it just jumped out at me i'm like wow this is really like uh an interesting example of like oh yeah these are kind of just bad behaviors that are just kind of accepted for this type of guy, type of guy to be able to do and like just written off. It's like, Oh wait, that's actually kind of horrible. What you're doing yeah. to this person that you say that you love. Oh, sure. And so, so normal in so many relationships. It's like the things we put up with cause we don't want to be alone. Right. <laughs> um, so the first night there's almost nothing. So they, they set up the slow burn. They man. set up this, this camera and most of the movie is just a static shot of their bedroom looking out into the hallway because that's where most of the paranormal activity is happening. Yeah. And um, the device of using the low rumble yeah. is the most genius thing that paranormal activity franchise came up with. Yeah. Like, whoever was like, how do we communicate a presence is there with absolutely no visuals right and and also no like overt sounds like we'll just put a subtle rumble right yeah and so you know yeah if you're if you're watching this movie without a uh, without a subwoofer you're gonna be missing out yeah You, you just are yeah so i mean we just hear a low rumble and there's like the faintest like the door like Foot, footsteps. No, door. that's night two. Oh, okay. The, the faintest footsteps is like, dick, 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 dick. you know, yeah. it's like in the distance, like somewhere in a room on the other side of the house, someone might be doing the two step. Yeah. I was telling my wife, you know, this whole thing could have been the whole thing could have been uh, averted if they just slept with a fan. You know, a, a white noise machine on in their room. <laughs> they never would have paid enough attention to it to give it the energy to get to the place where it got. That's a really good point. That's all we are. All of our rooms are like <laughs> with like white noise. So so that's how we stave off the demons. Um, And then they they call the psychic in and it's this great thing where like this. Mika is like. This guy. This guy. Stupid. And uh, the psychic is like uh, eminently reasonable for a psychic. Yeah. It's not like this guy that's like, 
Oh, no, I'm not know. even going to charge you. I just deal with ghosts. Yeah. Like, and I, like, I got to get out of here. And he just interviews Katie and he asks all the like skeptical questions that you should ask yeah. in this situation, which is like, do you have a Leaky history pipes. of mental Ill- illness? How old is the house? Yeah. Uh, do you take any medication? Right. You know, uh, so all these things that could explain like psychosis or or just like physically things that happen in the house and it's set up to where like they are trying to capture something then mika realizes like oh it's the ice maker just right. something that everyone's done before yeah um and then um <clears throat> and he just basically is like oh you're you're not haunted you got a demon problem let me give you the number of my demon guy and he determines this by asking her a series of questions that basically go so how long has this been going on she's like since i was a little kid and you've lived in different residences throughout your life? And she's like, yep. Every time it was a different place. And he's like... Yeah, he goes through detail to tell him how fucked she is. He's like, okay. So, well, I mean, it's not a haunting. Like, if you moved, it would just follow you. And if you try to communicate with it, it's just going to get worse. And it's always going to follow you, and there's nothing you can do about it other than ignore it. But I'll get you the number to my demon guy, because he could help out. Yeah. He'll, Maybe. He'll, he'll give you the, the manual. Yeah. Um... So he leaves and, like, basically says, like, well, there's nothing I can do for you. And it's, like, the sign of, like, okay, well, this guy isn't, like, a a con man because he would have just said, oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, not only would he said, I can do this, but he would have, uh, he, he would have, you know, conned them. Right. Yeah. And and Mika is immediately like, what a fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what an idiot. Yeah, but. If you had a a ghost specialist come to your house and be like, you got a demon, wouldn't you say what an idiot? I mean, honestly, you got a demon? If I was at the point that a a psychic was in physically in my house, like it got to the point where I was like, we have to. No, I give not you, Aaron. Like, sure, Aaron. Like, if if it got to the point where it was like, okay, sure, let's let's get a psychic over here and see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. If it had got to that point and they're like, oh, this is what's happening, I'd be like, oh, okay. You'd just be like, demons are real. We have one. Uh, I mean, it would never get to the point where I'd call a psychic over if I was like, didn't believe it could be a thing. Well, that's just a lot of toxic masculinity from you. No, I mean, if like, <laughs> if it's, if it's Aaron. I, I see what you, I see what you mean. I just don't, I mean, this is uh, all. There's, there's so many other places I would go before calling a quote unquote, like expert. That Where? You pay. <laughs> I'm so interested now. Oh, I mean like prayer and like. I would go to religion first. That's where we would go. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I guess I guess demon is not a far throw from that. No. Yeah, that's wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So, I, that makes Traditionally it's not a area of commerce <laughs> to deal with demons and and uh, evil spirits. That's no, it's usually a, a realm of religion and supernatural I ju- I I so immediately write off the supernatural of any variety sure. that I it d- didn't even occur to me that 
that so many people are uh, uh, like in their heart of hearts believe that to be a possibility. Right. I mean, I remember on my mission uh, that we got a call from someone that their house, they said their house was haunted. They wanted us to exercise the demons from their house like hello ma'am would you like to hear about and i was like all right and came and like i mean there's there's like uh i mean in the catholic church obviously everyone knows that there's like actual exorcism rites Mm -hmm. and like texts that you read and do and uh in the mormon church there's um like uh kind of a uh, the standard thing is you bless a house when you when you come in when you move into it, mm. um, or you like bless grave sites and stuff like that. So there's there's like an element in in like to respect the dead. Yeah, of. having uh, you know um, calling upon protection or or whatever. So like there's elements of that that's just part of a lot of people's lives. Sure. Um, so anyways, that's where I would go to before like. But if I got to the point where it was like, yes. The presence of spirits are so undeniable in my own experience to where, like, nothing, all of a sudden, like, I can't explain it in terms of, like, yeah, physical or mental things that I'm, like, it's like the journey that, um, that, uh, Ellen Burstyn's character takes in The Exorcist, where it's like, no, she, like, takes, yeah, she, she goes through her, the whole gamut. She goes yeah. through, exhausts every scientific possibility before she's like, I'm so desperate, I want an exorcist. I get it now. Yeah, thank you um, for bringing me through So that. anyways, uh, so he like makes Katie promise not to call the demonologist, um, uh, demands it really. And, uh, and then Katie's, her compromise is like, if it gets worse, we'll call him. And then it always it progressively gets worse, like continuously, and then each time it's like, now nah, we're because still because of Mika, yeah, yeah. Because specifically it, because yeah. of Mika, yeah. That's the I mean, the psychic really sets up everything in like telling you what it is, yeah, but Mika's, also telling you specifically what not to do. Yeah, Mika's like, should we get a Ouija board in here? Uh, hey, uh, hey guys, wh- wh- what about uh, what about one of those? Um what is a Wega board? How do you make a Ouija board? How do you feel about Oiji boards? How to Ojo board works? How we? Can- <laughs> He's like, what about an Ojo board? And the and, uh, and the psychic's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So just chill out. <laughs> you know, drink a seven up. So. uh yeah, I mean, he's like, no, absolutely don't do that. That is because, 180 degrees from what you want to be doing. Because it's a demon, and it will give it power, and it will things will get exponentially worse. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. And so Mike is like, what a fruitcake. Let's go get a Ouija board. <laughs> Can do plan chit without using Ouija board? Is it dangerous to play Ouija board? Would you Ouija board? a luigi board <laughs> oh yeah we can get to that go on um so yeah they so it said all all these like everything we need to know which is it's a demon and don't try to communicate with it and uh night two is one where we actually show physical evidence which it just shows a door like moving back and forth like a couple inches yeah and that's where mike is like holy shit there's actual video evidence and there's no like wind that's evidenced in the shot. 
And so he's like, huh. Well, let's try to communicate with it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what would you say you're doing here, demon? Are you there? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you say something? Nothing. Should I get a Ouija board? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, bro. Bro code, bro code. Uh, but also, this is the other... <laughs> okay, this is the other example of uh, hashtag toxic masculinity, which is um, the the mansplaining part of when, like, oh, Mike is going to... Mika, I, I'm going to take care of it. Like, I'm going to do some research. And he reads, like, a book about demons and he's like no like a geocities site yeah and he's like oh and he's like well from my research mm. i figured out that it's not a ghost it's actually a demon she's like uh-huh what the guy said that you said he was crazy about it's like no but i said it now yeah <laughs> like did you hear me i'm very smart <laughs> so it's like okay yeah. So it just it just underlines that like Mika's not making any progress, and every time he says like I've got it handled or we're gonna we're gonna figure this out, the reality of the situation is like he doesn't have anything figured out. He no. has he has no plan. He's like I got a plan. No, they like, what's your plan? I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> he's a well-meaning dum dum in my book. Right. Like he's I mean, and he gets that. Luigi board? The Luigi board? Making a Luigi board? Have you played the Luigi board? He gets the Luigi board in there, and then shit really fires up. Right. She gets super angry at him. And this is, like, kind of the turning point for, like... Because the other thing is that um, that the psychic mentions is, like, you know, make sure your relationship is good, because the more, you know, ill feelings that come in, it's going to make it stronger or whatever. And so... Mika pisses off Katie because he just appears uh, with this Luigi board. And (laughs) pretty quickly. Yeah. Can you burn a Luigi board? What What was that? Can you burn a Luigi board? (laughs) Almost immediately, like, Mika gets a a wee wag board. And... uh, Wah wag board. (laughs) And then this is, like, the classic, like, well, I just promised you that I wouldn't buy one. I'm borrowing this one this is someone else's i'm borrowing it's like she's like you asshole you know what i meant yeah and it's like yeah he he did and but he he doesn't care stick to the terms of the contract technically uh uh, the best kind of right technically Technically right right. (laughs) uh so she yells at him to the point where like he's he doesn't she like pulls him away from even using it, but we have the static camera that's showing it, and the little cursor is moving around on its own. <gasps> Creepy or what? Is it possible to die for playing this game? Ah, oh. help, Quidja! Do Quidja boards actually work? We <laughs> and then, uh, kind of the most like surprising element of the movie is the it just spontaneously combusts. Yeah, and then you go, oh. <laughs> I see how Katie's house burned down before. <laughs> right. Oh. They had a ooh edge board. Uh, a wah weg board. Yeah. But not before spelling out Diane. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the first, you know, we get a close up, well, not a close up, but we get a far away shot of the, uh, of the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. 
the Luigi board. And uh, and it starts heinously moving this thing around. It's like mm-hmm. with intent, like I'm spelling something out, and then it sets it on fire. Um, and, and Mika tries to decode what it said, but I don't think he actually. He goes, "Was sure." It, do you know? Like here, here are a few possibilities. Did and he mentions, "Did you know? Do you know someone named Diane?" She's like, "No." Later, when he does his research and finds that website about that girl who was haunted by a demon. Oh, that girl's name was Diane. I see. So that okay. there's there's a breadcrumb for There's you. that. Okay. It all ties together. It's all coming together. Um okay, night three is uh just the nightmare one where it's like got the low rumble and then Katie wakes up from a nightmare. And it's alluded to that she's like uh, nightmare was about horrible things and you realize like oh it's about her killing mika basically that's why she doesn't want to tell him just what she had a nightmare barely about. able to contain those sweater puppies yeah just i like this every time she pops up out of bed it's like whoop like oh oh, oh man um, okay like i gotta say katie is yeah she's your favorite my she's my dream girl i love her hmm I love her with all my heart. She's some people love Laurie Strode. Some people are are a big fan of Nancy. Um, I'm a Katie Featherton kind of guy. Mm-hmm. She is every everywhere I want to be, baby. <laughs> um, Mika is the original Zach Baggins from uh, Ghost Hunters, where he's like the bro that's taunting. The demon. He's like, is that all you got, bro? Why don't you fucking come at me, bro? <laughs> like to the demon, you know, specifically what he's told not to do. Yeah. And so he's taunting the demon. And that's when it really like ramps up. Um, Like the night four is when um, like there's loud stomping steps and a large boom. That wakes them up, and then they walk down like the lightest swing. It's like, Rrr! yeah. Um, and then so I mean, uh, and then it ramps up. I mean, that's all we we gotta we gotta say. And like, uh, progressively, their relationship is like deteriorating. Deteriorating. They're getting tired and more exhausted and frustrated, um, in a very believable way. And, um, they find that like. There's a picture of Katie as a girl that like has burned edges up in their attic for okay. some reason. So this is the most effective part of the entire movie for me. When he throws the the dust down on onto the floorboards. Right. And and then something walks into the room uh-huh. and its footsteps are to 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 into the room. Their hooves. Well, they're like yeah, they're like three pronged feet. You mm-hmm. know, they're like uh they're like kind of like ET feet, hmm. um, and this this moment fucked me up. Like I was like, "Oh my god, it's real!" It it walked in, mm-hmm. and it and then its footsteps end there at the bed. Right, like there's no footsteps out. No footsteps out, and then they follow the footsteps back, and they find where it hangs out. Mm-hmm. Hangs out in their crossbeam. <laughs> Like it has a place. Uh-huh. Like it's like, oh, this is where I stay when I'm not doing spooky shit. Uh-huh. I'm just up here, and yeah. I have a picture of you that I took from your house before it burned down, uh-huh. and you can tell 
because it's burnt around, along the edges. And then it's, they find it like basically in the ceiling directly above their bed. Yeah, it's... Um, Ooh-wee! I, uh... That's... that's uh, What would you do at this point? Would you... Like, because Carrie was just like, go get a hotel room. And I'm like, it won't make it any better. And she's like, yeah, but at least... You'll be in a hotel. Like, she yeah. kept saying that over. Yeah, at least, like, it doesn't, it's not in the attic above you, like, obsessing over your picture. What? So, what now? It's, like, right next to the bed? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it would be safer. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. This is what she kept going to. And I'm like, yeah, but the, the rules are set. Yeah, but you'd, I would try something. Like, that's the one thing that's like, I mean, and then you're, they're about to. You're yeah, and then they're about to. They're like, "All right, we're just going to get the fuck out of here." And then the next morning like Katie's catatonic again. Yeah. She's like, "No, I want to stay." I want to No, let's just stay. I like it when it bites me on the back. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's um it's very it's it's very upsetting to think of this thing always being there, always watching, hearing every word you say, right. just sucking on the negative energy. My yeah. demon would be so powerful. Mm-hmm. All that paranoia and negative energy just mm-hmm. like roaming around my house. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many great elements. Like it's 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 so simple, but it, they bring in a lot of like cool ideas where it's like, okay, and now Katie's like standing and for like an hour and just staring at oh, Mika dude, in that, bed. That's like so brutal. Disturbing. So brutal. Oh, now she's uh, sleepwalking and catatonic and she doesn't remember anything. Uh, now it's like, what's the other things that happen? Oh, now she's, there's like poofs and under their sheets. Like the demon is farting under their sheets. <laughs> Poof. Or, and then it just ramps up to the point where like physically the demon is able to rip Katie off the bed and bite her ass basically. Yeah. And who wouldn't, you know? And, uh, and then it just ramps up to the, the inevitable, well, in retrospect, inevitable conclusion where uh, the demon basically has Katie and uses her to kill Mika. And the end. Yeah, and then Katie um, makes many appearances throughout future future movies. Um, she's, uh, and you know what? I I think both Mika and by the way, that's those are their actual names. Yeah, yeah. Mika and Katie. Those are the actual actor and actresses' names, and I, they haven't been in very much else. And I don't know why, because they did a fabulous job in this. Just yeah. oh, I'm so, Jesus fucking Christ! I hate this thing. We can. We, we're, I'm buying a new cord. I'm doing it. It's the mic. It's not the cord. Oh, I thought you said it was the cord. Well, it's the connection to the mic. Well, I'm buying a new everything. Anyway, um, yeah, this. I don't know why they aren't in more stuff. Like. Maybe it's, I, I feel like it has to be by their own choice, but I, I don't know. I, what, what do you think? Did... Oh, I mean, the same is true of like the people in Blair Witch Project. It's like, yeah, they're in an iconic movie. Um, but I, I don't think it's like, um, I mean, it's, it's not marketable to have the star from the movie that's supposed to be real. And there's a certain... Uh, she was in Big Little Lies. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, she was in one episode as Leela LaPlante. Huh. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah, she's in a few shows. Um, Solace for the un- Unloved. Um, she's in a few shorts as well. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, most mostly almost nothing. She's in all the paranormal activities with the exception of um, the ghost dimension and uh, the, the, new, the new one. Yeah. Did you... Um, did you watch the theatrical version, or did you watch like the extended director's cut? I couldn't tell you. I, I'm, okay. I'm not sure because I have the theatrical version. Um, I think it just changes the ending a little bit. Um, what did you? What do you think of the ending of, like the last like shot basically of of the? You, you show? know my 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 thoughts on that have evolved over time. At first, I it, it felt. At first, it felt ham-handed, and it and it still does to an extent. It doesn't bother me so much now. I do think you could have done it better because they do it better in two, and uh, and three. Um, threes is is ramps up into a very weird fervor. But right. given the fact that it's just two people and the budget that they had and the premise that they had. Kind of the setting, the setup is all within the house. You never get to leave the house except to go to the pool. The pool is as far outside the house as we get, uh, other than maybe the the driveway. So right. given that, uh, it's pretty good. I will say the, um, the special effects on Katie at the very, very last second is goofy. Um, yeah. it's And it's not great, but... It doesn't bother me anymore. I like the. I like how the Micah how running, sudden it is. Yeah, it's, and now it's done. Yeah, Micah running down and she's screaming, and then all of a sudden there's silence. That is it's, truly horrifying. Right. That's that's super effective. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the uh, throwing him into the camera and then like popping up and that final jump scare is a little much. It would have been. I mean, they tried to keep the realism so much throughout it. Yeah. And it kind of earns kind of that over-the-top ending. But it also could have been super disturbing just to have her walk up and turn off the camera. That, like, would have been like, oh, this is like... And lift you with this uncertainty of, like, what just happened? Or even, like, literally, how, how disturbing would it be if, like... Katie, like the the end scene was Katie is like standing there staring at him for a couple hours, goes down into the kitchen, grabs a knife and comes up and just shows her like stabbing Mika into the heart. Oof. Yeah, it'd have been good too. And that's just like, it would just be like, yeah, surveillance footage of someone being murdered. Yeah. It's like, how many horror movies are there of like Jason macheting someone? It's like there's has no impact whatsoever, but this you've built up the realism so much that it feels like, oh, I'm watching a snuff film now. This is like very simply someone getting stabbed in the heart by their wife. Yeah, or like, okay, so we have established established that this thing bites. Uh huh. So if if it had possessed her and then eaten Mika, mm. like just like gone to te- like really just tearing into him, mm-hmm. like do what you say, go downstairs. Come back up. Just bite him to death. 
Just ah, 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 ah. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. Yeah, eat it. So, anyways, I mean, it's it's still like just in my opinion, one of the best horror movies. It takes an hour and a half and makes it feel like sixty minutes, which yeah. is some sort of weird. Very feat. impressive with like what it's working with. Yeah. And even then, like, within the context, like, there's stuff that's not shown that's, like, story elements. Yeah. And that's the other thing about, like, why this is such an effective found footage movie is that it's probably one of the best paranormal activities for committing to the concept where it's like, oh, there's times where it absolutely doesn't make sense to have the camera on. And the camera's never on in those moments. And when it comes back on, you're like filled in by little subtle touches of like, oh, something happened in between the last shot and this shot that's like important to the story, but we just know, we just see the effects of it. Yeah, it's alluded to. Yeah. So anyways, I, I love Paranormal Activity and I'm glad we finally covered the first one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's... This could be the top. Like, this could be... I mean, it's definitely top three for me. Like, this is yeah, such a spectacular... I wish I wish something would come along and... You know, it's just Make so, you feel again. Yeah. So it's just this weird jet dragon chasing thing. I think everybody has this with horror movies. They got their yeah. big ones, and then they're like, come on. I will say, after watching several of these, I do think two is probably the best one. I do think two is better than one. Two is great because it takes takes the concept um, and and expands on it. And the the stakes are higher too. It feels the stakes like. are higher to an extent. It doesn't feel much higher for me because they don't focus too much on the kid. But I'll tell you what they they are given a budget and uh, and it is used absolutely appropriately. Yeah. And the dread centering around the basement, the kitchen uh, blowout knocked me off my seat just right was like oh my god like yeah i mean two is fabulous three is gives me the stakes that you feel in two. three g- makes me go two little girls i have two little girls right. i am super invested and right i i really i really love three when three is where it starts going it diverges that's from for the formula. you to you yeah yes but I because I, I mean it, it's it's making it more in the ending especially is like oh this is this is a movie universe now because like why is he filming running away from you know this cult or whatever I mean I I just being, assign I I do easy math like easy like willing suspension of disbelief math in those kind of right, situations sure. where I go oh he doesn't want to have a big obvious flashlight that's going to tell everyone around him in the woods where he is so he's got a night vision camcorder that's mm-hmm. going to show him what's in front of it that sure. kind of thing sure I mean there's like we just watched next to Ken so it, like here's like a, an example of where it's like okay this is one is committed to this idea and next of Ken is making compromise where it's like, okay. Um, in one, there's a lot of shots of just like walking and like, you see the camera, just see someone's leg 
you know mm-hmm. they're not like perfectly framed or it's like the camera being brought up or like mm-hmm. pushed put out put out of the way and it looks like a home movie kind yeah. of thing and next of kin in the most extreme moments of like panic and danger they're like oh i gotta put the camera down make sure it's framing me in the shot and whatever is gonna happen in the <laughs> in the rest of the frame and then once that happens i pick it up and run to the next place and put it on me it's like it's, it's a different animal for sure. next right. of kin is right it's is not, it's only not paranormal activity in in name right so i mean it's like that's where found footage goes eventually to where it's like okay it's it's using it as just like a a photographic technique it doesn't it's not an element of the story anymore right so i mean so much of found footage is the element of and i don't believe you know i mean next of kin is is not true found footage either mm-hmm. right. i mean you definitely it's but it's a it's a decent enough standalone uh, movie, uh, uh, I definitely entertained me, but so much of like, like quote unquote true found footage, the the premise is what is what really uh, sells it, right? It's like, oh, like this is this re- like I'm concerned about a person, a real person that exists in my world. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't this isn't a Nightmare on Elm Street where right. it's possible for a dream demon to jump into your dreams at night. No, this is somebody like on the show cops mm-hmm. who's real and right. who exists here in my town. Um, yeah. And, and man, yeah. that's a lost opportunity. Why isn't paranormal activity done? Paranormal activity cops. Well, the marked ones is a little bit. Is it? Yeah. A little bit. Oh, okay. Um, not a lot. Uh, but you, you like a specifically like this is just a ride along paranormal activity. <laughs> Yeah, no, that I think he does a ride along in the Mark one. It's been a long time. Because um, if it was just like the dash cam and the body cam of a cop, like I feel like you could do a lot with that. Oh, man, that'd be great. That would be great. Dude, patent pending. Mm. Trademark. Copyright. It's the second great paranormal activity we've had on these reviews. The first one was, I think it was in four or three that we did. I re-listened to it. And uh, we came up with the idea of, like, we should do a paranormal activity, but you can see the demon. Yeah, the cat. And it's just... It, oh, it's just a dude. No, that was guy. That was three. That was three. Yeah, and it's just, like, Mark Duplass. Yeah. Like, just knocking shit off of counters. It's like... <laughs> or just, like, getting out his ghost ladder and, like, pushing the lamp. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now nah, swinging. What are you going to do about that? <laughs> Little... putting on some big boots and being like stomp 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 yeah and then just like doing like a mockumentary where he's talking into the camera right like, <laughs> did you see their faces that's <laughs> so stupid a lot of people don't appreciate the work i do but you know i feel like when i come to a place that really engages me like it inspires me to do more that's when i do my best work right yeah yeah um so yeah, that's paranormal activity. Let's move on to taglines. Did we have a taglines intro? Yes. It's been so long. <laughs> it's the shining intro. Oh. Do you have it? Maybe. Hang on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
Here's tagline. <laughs> okay, so I got three. Taglines is a bit where we come up with alternate taglines for the movie we're watching. Um, and uh, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, no. My apologies. Paranormal activity. The demon is actually the ghost of Winnie the Pooh with a rumbling in his tumbly. <laughs> oh, mine are bad compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> So that tells you where we got nowhere to go but down. <laughs> Paranormal captivity would be much more fun if it was just a mm-hmm. just a, a a demon cat. A demon cat. Who's to say it's not the demon's cat doing most of the first stuff? Those footprints were very strange. Right. Uh, paranormal, paranormal activity, but mostly normal activity. What? I mean, most of it, nothing's happening. Oh, yeah. There's I a lot of nothing true. going on. It's I, normal. I, I like the idea. I, I really want to s- circle back to paranormal captivity. Okay. You let's, know, let's explore. That demon has the zoomies at night. <laughs> Every night, it's 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> Comes up and blows on your leg, pull, pulls on, mm-hmm. you know, smacks you in the face mm-hmm. and then runs away. Does your cat do that shit to you? Oh, man. My cat... I don't know. My my cat's like un un uh unreasonably affectionate at night. And the thing that she does is she's got she's not declawed. And so she's got like the one long claw talent. Flip those things. And then she like reaches up when she wants attention and just like claws me right underneath my Ooh. eye. It's like eh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, leave me alone. Cause she'll like reach up and paw me if I'm not petting her and she wants me to pet her. Yeah, that's very sweet. Uh, paranormal activity. The demon is just after Katie's sweater puppies. That's what I, if I were a demon in that house, I'd be like, let's see those things. Uh, paranormal, paranormal activity. Hashtag believe women. True. True. So this would all be avoided if he just took Katie seriously. Paranormal activity. What happens when you sleep is a demon squats in your attic. <laughs> Like, like I love the, the the thought, the thought of like okay, so like when they're just hanging out in the pool, the demon's like, ah, I guess, I guess I'll go back up to the uh, crawl space. Uh-huh. Just like, like what's he doing? Like he's like he's somehow relegated to this physical realm, uh-huh. and he ch- chooses to hang out in the hot ass crawl space of the attic. Yeah, you think there'd be a lot more paranormal activity when they're when like Katie's like taking a shower or something. <laughs> yeah, there'd be ectoplasm everywhere. Um yeah, I I'm just like so what it what is a day in the life of this demon? This one. Right. Um, you know, like what does he see? Is it like is it like a a, pl- a different plane, an alternate dimension where he's like, where like you know people are being stabbed in the ass in hell, and and mm. he's like able to kind of like transverse this plane as well? Like, uh, I mean, he might just be a nocturnal. He might just sleep during the day up in the attic. Cuddling, Demons need to sleep. Cuddling the is, picture. I, I want to know more, and this is this is what I really enjoy about these sorts of things. Is just filling in all the. <clears throat> All the unanswerable questions with like, 
yeah, you know, he's probably like, you know, jerking off to Katie a lot. He's got that picture up there in the attic. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a pedo. Oh, this insulation is really clumpy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this stuff is so itchy. Yeah. Uh yeah, who knows. Yeah. You know, a uh, little trick if uh, if you get insulation on you, like if you have to have a roll around in the attic, mm. the the uh, the best way to get it off of you. A lot of people get in the shower, they turn it on hot. That's the worst thing you can possibly do. Things are going to get worse. Because it'll open up your pores. Your pores open up and they suck all those little pieces of insulation. They suck all that, uh, all that fibers, all those teeny little fibers down into your pores. You got to take a cold shower. All your pores close up and, uh, and the stuff will just, you'll, you'll feel it wash off your skin. Hmm. Used to have to roll around in that shit a lot for my job. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I would assume you just like use duct tape and tape it off. Much easier to take a shower than just tape your whole body with duct tape. True. Mm. I would... Or you just wear long sleeve shirts and right. a hat. Yeah. Um, and then you have only have to do your face. Yeah, I don't usually go and do insulation topless and shorts. I didn't do insulation. I just had to like do wiring and stuff in yep. insulation. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, tuning in to Horror Movie Talk Podcast. Join us next Wednesday. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Share the podcast with a friend. That's how we grow organically. And uh, if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon this holiday uh, shopping season, Go to HorrorMovieTalk.com and click through the button uh, to Amazon just so we get a little taste of whatever you spend. Uh, We'll see you next time. If you want to leave us a voicemail again, that number is 682-253-4468. Bye-bye. Help pulls. Ouija board. Wega board. Help pulls. Pulls help. Quidja board. Wega board. Pulls help. Help pulls. Quidja board, Wega Borad, Helpfuls, how to use Wedgie board, and is it real? Do we- Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo. Got me too. Putting pop done gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rum. Kiss Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true because it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex burden. Afterpods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them 
pestilence. Train addict, addict, Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. It's your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 day shutter and jump scares ain't fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show them one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty eyes, stay spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. 